You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Evan, and we're happy to have another episode and we're talking about football. Um, so this week, there have been a couple interesting things that came up. We were dealing with mental health, dealing with spousal abuse, not the type you think, and playing through injuries. So the question I have um, for our guest, uh, for our host today is, um, what do you think about the Dwayne Haskins situation? It happened in Vegas. He tried to bring, he tried to bring another stripper without his wife's approval. And she wasn't there and they got into it and that's my story and i'm sticking with it but that brother just can't catch a break man <laughs> he can't catch a break to save his life and i'm like dude you got a tooth missing bro yeah that arm strength and accuracy yeah. with precision is rated at 96 with his with his wife yo and she got felony <laughs> charges at this point so i'm like sheesh yeah Haskins. Go, Go ahead. ahead. I said apparently, you know, first of all, she was a hooper, and she's an NBA daughter, NBA player's daughter, former NBA player's daughter, and she has a sister in the WNBA. So she, you know, understand this ain't a frail little woman. This is a woman who will give, who has some hands and will give them to you. And it's odd to me that she, she, she has a a, a strong resemblance to our our, our female host, uh, Dion. But we're gonna leave that alone. Go ahead, Phil. Haskin, 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 dude, you knew what you was married, man. You knew, <laughs> but you know what? I have to give um, Haskins some props because he showed restraint and he took it like a man, <laughs> right in tooth. <laughs> dude, you gotta know. Listen, I've been married for twenty years, Haskins. You should know right off the back the do's and don'ts. You should know the temperament of your wife and what makes her happy and what makes her out. So I'm, you know, you're a rookie in all aspects in life. Run it by your wife. Happy wife, happy life, man. Just trust me, happy life. And we all know your tooth didn't miraculously got knocked out. And the reports that your wife has a family charges, you know, we can kind of look this up. So fess it up. Just say, hey, you know what? Situation I want handled privately and domestic abuse at all levels are not tolerated and give your, you know, thing and move forward. But we all know, you don't have to say, just say we're going to deal in-house and leave my prophecy. Don't deny it. We're not boo-boo the fool. We all know information is easily obtainable at all aspects in this day and age. So, dude, at least you handle it correctly and, and didn't swing back and so forth. So I'll give you that much. <laughs> i say one thing. If this marriage falls apart, she does have a future in MMA. Um, but as, as you transition to another just, just terrible situation, um, uh, one of, I would say, one of the most respected players in the NFL um, was arrested this week, uh, Wednesday, uh, early in the morning um, and, and booked for a domestic violence situation where he, uh, Richard Sherman was trying to break into his in-law's home. Uh, I know uh, Phil sent me the video from the, from the ring cam showing him trying to get into the house so you know what what, what is y'all's take on on this surprising news let me say this 
Richard Sermon is lucky to be alive. I give props to the father-in-law, the father, um, the father-in-law, Richard Sermon's wife, because the first thing I would have done, I would have put two in his butthole because nobody's touching my daughter. <laughs> so I would have gave him two caps right off the back. I, you don't come at me, not me, my daughter. You protect your daughter. So I give him tremendous restraint. He must have had a relationship and known that he was intoxicated or known what was going on. Because that's my child. I have three daughters. And I don't care, you're married and so forth. But if you come at my daughter, my job as a father is to protect my kids, especially my daughters. So, you know, uh, he's very lucky that it could have went sideways. You know, I'm not talking about football or the media, but his life. So he shows, so the father-in-law, tremendous restraint, you know, and, and let him calm down. So there must have been some relationship there or something, because I know how protective I am with my daughters. My kids walk down the block, I'm right next to them. I'm very protective of my girls in this day and age. Two, um, mental illness is real. You know, I think uh, reports was that Richard was on some antidepressants and we don't know what he's going to going through. You know, NFL is a hard life, really hard life, getting rammed, like on a, you know, ramming each other to buses time and time. It's not healthy. I know I play street football and, you know, we got pushed into the cars time to time and into the concrete pavement, but run into a bus almost every play, you know, it's real. So, you know, everything I, um, I heard went down to Miss Mendemina. I hope he gets the help needed and uh, glad no hands was laid down on, you know, anyone at this time. So I'm praying for both sides of the family, hope we can reconcile and move forward and give them their privacy. And to Richard, this is the worst time to do it you know, worst time. If you really want to get back in the NFL, you know they're waiting for any little thing not to pay you. And and I believe he's going to get suspended because he's going to get, if he is hired, I think he's going to get suspended at least a couple of games. So worst time to do it. Worst time. Bill, you're always talking about playing street football and you getting hit in the cards. That's part of, that's part of the childhood. Like that's and no comparison to NFL football. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like that's that's what Bill's character and Bill's toughness is: throw him up, knock him up, sideline hit. But in all seriousness, though, for Richard Sherman, um, for some reason, I don't think they'll come down as hard on him. Uh, for one, is it's like we all in the public eye see Richard Sherman as the voice of reason, the voice of social justice that happens within the NFL. I don't really wanna call him woke because I just hate the term. I would call him the person of conscience. So I really hope he gets the help that he needs, especially um, being on antidepressants, not knowing how long he's been on him and the and the reason for use, um, because almost like anyone, time that you are taking or prescribe some sort of medication, sooner or later you can be hooked on them. And so I just hope that he just gets the help that he needs, um, especially with this whole situation happening within family and then now it's in the public eye and there's video 
And so now people's perception of you may change slightly, but hopefully anyone with an actual forgiving heart and an understanding mind um, will have that sort of forgiveness. Um, I don't think it will affect his his opportunity to be picked up by a team. Um, I don't think so. Just just given his track record, like if it was just like a repeated offender and just based on the, the situation it was in, like, for example, like we could just say Greg Hardy or like that type of situation or anything like that. Um, I would definitely say that um, it won't affect him, affect his opportunity to be employed. So um, I really do hope he gets the, the help that he needs. And everyone can come together and have a kumbaya and they can continue to move forward about their personal lives. So I, I think, Alan, I think you bring up some good points. Um, I, I don't think this is going to affect Richard Sherman's money, in part because, one, his wife was standing with him in court um, that week. His wife was verbally on social media f with him and for him. But she also highlighted that he's been battling with some issues that this, and we, and just knowing who Richard Sherman is, we know this is not his character. Like this is not who Richard Sherman is. Obviously it's even more than alcohol, right? It's not just him drinking. It's, it's him drinking, but also dealing with what probably what it seems to be, he's taking antidepressants. So some forms of depression, right? And, you know, I think it's interesting. If you kind of think about it, right? It kind of makes sense. Richard Sherman has kind of taken a back seat lately because let's think about rich sherman when he first got the league that man was talking he was yapping he didn't really see richard sherman doing that anymore you don't really see him in the media as much you don't really see him you know he he's more private more controlled he's dealing with stuff behind closed doors and so uh and i mean he's uh on the player um nflpa as as one of the leaders so it's it, it, it's shocking it's devastating um and i'm confident that he's going to get the help he needs and i hope it's nothing more serious and something that it, it would be a treatable condition um and not a byproduct of, of, of his participation in the game uh, but watching that video was definitely horrifying to the extent of you know you see people on the field and it's like oh yeah you know they're big you see a person like up close like yo, he's really big like you understand like and he's a cornerback you understand a lot better now like these guys um, in the NFL are just different, are a different level of strong. I mean, he himself by himself was breaking down that door. Uh, I'm glad that the cops didn't, you know, do anything dangerous, but I think they also were probably recognized who it was who were dealing with. So, so hopefully he gets the help he needs praying for his family. And I, I'm confident he's going to come out of this thing and have a testimony, a story to tell. Um, and transitioning to our final topic, um, Tom Brady revealed that he played all of last season on a torn MCL. And he sustained this injury while with the New England Patriots. So on the does this does this further solidify his GOAT status in the conversation? I mean. I, I don't know how to process playing a torn MCL for a whole season. I, a game, maybe, but a whole season. Was it during the Bucks or was it with New England? 
he got injured with New England. So he had a torn MCL during that whole Buck season. Mm. Well, what Embiid has showed me is that Tom Brady is not mobile. He's not jumping. He's not he, he yes, he's getting hit over and over again, but he's not jumping, he's not leaping, and he's moving at his own pace. Um, yes, it's remarkable playing the injury, but most NFL players by week two or three are injured or doing or <laughs> deal with some type of injury, you know. Uh, for the type of sport he's playing and what position he's playing, no, it's not. I'm more impressed with Embiid because he has to jump, run, leap constantly. For an NFL player, a quarterback, he's not moving. He's there for a certain amount of plays, and then he's off the field. And contact is made, yes, but we know the, the, the Brady rule. They're not touching the quarterback like they used to. <laughs> or you're getting a flag. So I think the ref knew, or uh, they kind of, the NFL kind of knew that Brady had a toy and they want to preserve him. So I'm not overly impressed, overly impressed. So congratulations. Yes, you're the greatest football player. But, you know, one thing I have to tell you, Brady, you didn't get over Eli, not once, no twice. So, hey boy, you sound like a Cowboys <laughs> fan out there living in the past, Phil. But it's, it's not a past, my friend. It's reality. <laughs> I mean, both things can exist. So, in the words of Thanos, what did it cost? Everything. <laughs> a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> now, it is wild that he did that. And at the same time, I wonder if... I wonder if to a degree it had an impact on his play. So, I mean, it could have because you're, you're talking about lateral movement a little bit when you're talking about MCL. So, you know what they always say, you, you get, you get Tom Brady on the move, get him uh, tap dancing. Then it's pretty much, it's pretty much free game. So, that could be a reason why he was struggling a little bit in the beginning. Um, but it's, I think it's hard, man. Like, cause you got to think about how many times you're on the field for a snap. You're talking about, about 50, anywhere between 50 to almost 70 snaps. And then you have to turn your body, contort your body, I think it's, it's wild. And the reason why I think he didn't get it done is to affect his money. Because if they found out, oh, he has an NCL, eh, I don't think I want to take a risk on a 42-year-old quarterback. So, I mean, I think it's complicated the way that he had to do it. Um, I mean, regardless, I mean, you can't de deny his greatness to be able to do that. So, eh, I think it just furthers his, his case even more as much as I despise him. Yeah. And I think the one big, one big takeaway from um, this, this Tom Brady thing is it does speak to why I think he struggled at the beginning of the season. And I think Alan makes a good point. I mean, who at 42, people already kind of don't want someone that old, but someone that old who has an MCL injury is kind of like, yeah, I might as well hang it up, Tom. So he, he had to play through it, had to muster through it. Um, and it's impressive what he was able to do on a torn MCL. Uh, as, as amazing what modern medicine will do to help treat. I mean, he must have been drugged up before most of those games anyway, so he couldn't even probably feel his leg. Uh, but 
Yeah, it does cement his quarterback uh, prowess, uh, all-time great performances. You know, Tom uh, Donovan McNabb playing a broken ankle for a game. Uh, we've had various people do feats for a time, but no one for a whole season. So this was impressive. Um, but thank you, everyone, for joining us for uh, another episode of the Latest News Podcast. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>